Our second scripture reading today comes to us from Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. Now every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. When all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. And he said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. This ends the reading of God's holy word. May God add many blessings to the hearing of it. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we've come into your house and gathered in your name to worship you. Enable us to hear your call in our lives. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts here together be found pleasing and acceptable in your sight. Our Lord, our Rock, our Redeemer. Amen. I remember when I was in sixth grade taking part in a conversation. I don't remember a lot of specific moments from sixth grade and and earlier, but I do remember this one. The teacher asked us, what feels more like the beginning of the new year? January 1st or the beginning of September? New Year's Day or the coming of fall? And we discussed it. I remember arguing, arguing with all I had that September felt like the new year more than any other time of the year. It's when summer vacation came to an end and classes start. And it's when the new TV series started each year. Now, that doesn't quite hold true anymore with series starting in the spring, with series starting randomly throughout the year on Netflix being streamed. But as a child growing up, I remember fall was when school started and when TV started, and it was a new year. So in many ways, this week we are entering into a new year. This past Thursday, Heather, Hannah, and I went to Hannah's pre-K orientation, and it seemed like we're entering into a a new world, even. She's been going to daycare, but now they're talking about different things they needed and what they're going to be doing and homework and reaching out to the teachers. And I thought about how important education is. Education is important to us as a society, but as a faith, it is important as well. Our first reading was from the book of Proverbs. 
And Proverbs is a collection of wisdom lessons. And the reader is often addressed as teacher because he is teaching his students. And one of the sayings today was, raise your children well, and when they are adults, they will not stray from it. We know that teaching children was important to the Israelites and to our Jewish fathers and mothers. We know this by looking at some of their religious uh, traditions, such as that of Passover. Every year, the families would gather together for a Passover dinner. And they would have an interactive event where they would tell the story of when their ancestors were trapped in Egypt, when they were enslaved, and when the angel of death flew over, freeing them from captivity. And they do this as a family, and the children participate and ask questions so that they can grow in the faith. It was important that the children are raised knowing their faith knowing their religious history, knowing who God is and what their relationship to God is. We see this continue in the New Testament. What is the title that Jesus is called most in the New Testament? Teacher. Teacher. And they ask him a question. The disciples call him teacher. The Pharisees call him teacher. Everyone calls him teacher. Strangers refer to him as teacher. Because he taught the ways of God. He taught of God's love and grace. He taught what God's kingdom means to people. He helped to educate them. Education is important for so many reasons. Education is important to us as a society because We learn how to interact with others. We learn the basic knowledge that we deem necessary for life in society. I think continued education is important as well. I think it's important that throughout our lives we continue to learn and continue to grow. If you would think anyone would know everything about God, you would probably think, It's Jesus. Jesus is God's only begotten son. Jesus is God in human form. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. But in our second scripture reading today, we read from the chapter of Luke when Jesus was 12 years old. It's the only story from his childhood after his infancy. And his family travels to Jerusalem for the Passover dinner to engage in that that tradition where Jesus and his brothers would learn of their faith. And then they start to return home. And the first day, Mary and Joseph assume that Jesus is with their friends and with their family, probably running off with his cousins and playing games. And then they start looking for him and can't find him. So they travel the day back to Jerusalem, and there they search for him for three days. I remember as a child, a few times I wandered off. I remember one time me and my dad and brothers went hiking, and I ran ahead, and the trail split, and I took the wrong way and got lost for about 45 minutes. And I remember finding, finally finally, my, my dad and my brothers And my dad looked at me and said, I don't know if I should hit you or hug you. But he was so afraid. 
The other day, Hannah and I went to Panera for dinner. It was a daddy-daughter dinner night. And I went to take our trash, and I turned around, and she was gone. I turned my back literally to walk from here to here and turn around, and she was missing. And my heart dropped, and I just, then I looked over the counter, and she was on the, not the counter where they prepare, prepare food, but the separator, and she just wandered to see what was over there. I can't imagine the terror that Joseph and Mary felt searching for Jesus for four days. And they finally found him in the temple. It doesn't say if they went to look for him in the temple or they were so at their wit's end that they went to the temple to pray, but they went into the temple and there he was. And he was asking questions. He was amazing them with their knowledge, but he was also looking to grow in his faith and asking the rabbis, the teachers, questions so that he could further educate himself. If you're in a career, no doubt you have continuing education. Whether it's conferences or seminars that you dread, that you're forced to sit through in service days. As clergy, we have two weeks that we use of continuing education each year to go to conferences, retreats. We need to be constantly educating ourselves. In January, I'll be beginning my doctorate for this very reason. I'll be going to Louisville Seminary three weeks a year to continue my education, to get my doctorate, to continue to better myself. And as Christians, we need to continue to learn about the scriptures. We need to continue to learn and grow in our relationship with God. We could do this through Sunday school classes, through Bible studies. We can do this in the church, in the community, in our own homes. But we need to be doing something. It's when we grow stagnant in our faith, when we think we have it all figured out, that our faith begins to wither and die. Many of you might not know this, but I'm legally blind in my right eye. I have next to no vision. I could see movements and vague shapes, but that's it. Everything else is covered with a black film. That's because when I was younger, I had glasses, and then the doctor said my, my vision was corrected, took away my glasses. About six months later, we moved, and I didn't go back to the eye doctor. And it turns out my left eye was corrected, but my right eye wasn't. So I didn't use my right eye, and it grew weaker and weaker to the point where the muscles behind it have atrophied, and it's of no use. That's what happens with our faith when we don't continue to grow in it. When we don't continue to push ourselves. When we don't continue to seek answers, to ask questions, to enter into dialogue. When we don't continue to engage in scripture, to engage in prayer. Then our faith can begin to atrophy and it grow weaker and weaker. As people of followers of Christ, we need to continue to push ourselves. We need to continue to grow. We need to continue to educate ourselves. As our children return to school this week, next week we have our kickoff Sunday. We're beginning our 
Sunday school year. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to get involved in a Sunday school class. We're always looking for teachers for the little classes. And if you don't think you learn by teaching, then you've never taught. We're also starting up uh, again the adult class where we'll be discussing the scripture that we talk about each day or each Sunday. And I invite you to join in that. I think it's fitting that this educational Sunday falls a week before kickoff Sunday and a week after a baptism. Because during the baptism, we promised to raise Zoe and Benjamin in the faith. We can promise to educate them, to raise them up so when they're older, they will not go astray. And we reaffirm our baptism vows. And we reaffirm our promise to better ourselves, to grow in the faith, to walk on the journey that God has set before us. God has blessed us all with gifts. And among those gifts are intelligence and imagination. And if we don't use those gifts, if we don't continue to learn, to imagine, to challenge ourselves, to educate ourselves, then we are squandering the gifts that God gave us. And you might be thinking in a snarky, back-of-your-head tone, I know I would be, uh, that some of us have more of those gifts than others. But we all have education, we all have intelligence, we all have imagination. No matter what amount we have, we are called to use it. So friends, today we are going to pray for all the teachers returning to school. We're going to pray for our Sunday school teachers, and we are going to pray for our students. But I encourage you to pray for yourself and for this congregation as well, that we may continue to push each other, to teach each other, and to grow with one another in our faith. 